KDC on the move. My name is Gary Frazier, your host. We are broadcasting from the Speakeasy in the basement of United Metro Boys Academy, a healing place for men and boys. We also assist men with developing business plans for those who find themselves in predicaments who can no longer get a traditional job or the traditional job no longer helps their family and they need more income. So we help with business development as well. Today, after a long, 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 long delay, we are rebirthing this podcast, KDC on the Move. The last episode that was scheduled to air, believe it or not, was actually uh, about six years ago. It was actually 2015. Uh, And the title was supposed to be Hypnotized. And, you know, because of life and things shifting and changing, as life does shift and change naturally, it had to be shelved. And, you know, when things are shelved, sometimes there's a hidden purpose to the shelving. You know, so we had to, you know, put it aside and focus on what the direction of this particular um, movement would be. You know, we had our own personal things that we had to go through, our own personal conviction, life stories, uh, false manifestations. We had all kinds of things happening in our you know, individual worlds. And collectively, as a group of men, trying to make a difference in the lives of men and give them alternatives to poverty, alternatives to doubt, alternatives to mental and straight enslavement, alternatives to... Uh, mind manipulation, you know, alternatives to the uneasiness you may feel, you know, in dealing with the church, you know, in all of its splendor. You know, this is not a podcast that's going to be talking specifically about religion. We're going to be talking about those things that affect man, Adamites, men, that were created from the creator God, YHWH. We believe in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And that's our platform, you know. We welcome all to listen and participate in the discussion that we're gonna have here. There will be men, you know, coming from all different walks of life, from the business community, from the council community, and you may even see a couple felons on here, you know, men who have actually turned they, their life around. Let's talk about the realness of life. You know, one thing that we don't do, we, we don't paint false images and, and portraits of ourselves. You know, we live out our legacy as it portrays uh, through the animation of our puppet that we call a body. You know, that we all know that we're just a light being, a soul in a clay pot. that's only able to house our spirit for a certain amount of time. You know, traditionally they say that's 70 years. Anything beyond 70 years, you may consider yourself blessed. So, while we're here on Earth, the time that's allowed to us, we're going to be purpose-driven. We're going to be intentional. We're going to drive people towards their destiny. We're going to answer some hard questions. We're going to ask some hard questions. We're going to project some things out into the community that need to be addressed so that, you know, the men that's, that's supposed to be responsible for the shaping and the development of our society. They can understand their rightful place and they understand the responsibility lies solely on us as men. 
Does that eliminate the responsibility of the woman? No. One thing that you must know is that biblically, if you believe and you look at it as you call that book the Bible, um, biblically, the man is responsible for raising the kids, not the woman. She's the help me. She's the fill-in. So the direction of their day, the planning of their lunch, the doctor's appointments, all those things, you know, the, the, the provisions to be made for that child goes back to their progenitor. And that's who we are as men, the creators of life through a womb that we have to nurture the women that gives us the children. So let's get back to the topic of today, hypnotized. So that was the introduction to the different things that we have discussed here. You know, some of these episodes may have a parental advisory, and I'll let my producer James Paul of Schiller Production make that decision because, you know, sometimes with passion things come out that you don't necessarily want to hide the, the truth behind the expression, the passion, you know, and I don't claim to be, you know, some, you know, white-laced, you know, fine cut, you know, polished voice. I may be conflictual at times. So it may be something that we have to put an advisory out there before it's released into the community to make sure that, you know, everyone is warned on certain episodes. Okay. What I want to talk to you guys about today, or talk with you guys about, because I ain't talking to anyone, because we're all men here. And, you know, we have to come to the place where we can sit at the table and talk to each other and have some very candid discussions without someone feeling like they got to act like they hood or act out of character or manifest in some way that they don't have any type of self-governance. So well, we're not about that. We're men and we like to fence. We fence with each other and sometimes the fencing comes in the form of heated dialogue. And you'll see sometimes on the show, you know, there may be an opposing opinion to another opinion that's in the room. And those conversations are welcome here. We don't push those back. We don't try to limit the expression. Because at the end of the day, everybody that comes to this show, they know my rule. You know, say act like you somewhere. You know? Act like you somewhere. And you know that's my rule. So they have no expectation but to act like they somewhere. So when they come here, they can have all the expressions they want. At the end of the day, they know not to break, break nothing up in here. So get all passion as you like, you know? And I, I, I welcome those opposing views because they are very candid and needed in today's society because sometimes, you know, men feel like they got to go hide and not be true to they, who they are, their nature. Sometimes, you know, men beat the chest, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I beat mine. Sometimes I feel like Tarzan. And sometimes I need to stand before another man that's not afraid to express himself to that same level with me. And at the end of the day, I have more respect for that man because he can handle the energy that I'm projecting and I can handle the energy that he's projecting. So we don't run from conflict. But we're gonna talk about hypnotize. The word hypnotize, for those of you who need a form of definition, it is to influence, control, or direct completely as by personal charm, words, or domination to frighten or startle so that movement is impossible. So, we're going to focus on the latter. Frighten or startle 
where movement is impossible. The name of this podcast is KDC on the Move. And one of the things we talk about is the four projection of men in their destiny. And we're going to talk about some of the mental constraints that keep men um, kind of, you know, limited in their, their expressions and in their life, you know, movement forward with their family or the projection of their family forward. So the hematism that that I want to talk about, for those of you all who need credentials, you know, which, you know, I don't really pay too much attention to, but the world requires that. You know, I'm a licensed therapist. You know, I'm dually mastered. You know, I graduated from Emory University uh, School of Divinity. I went there, you know, to understand people's belief structures. You know, if I can understand why people believe, why they believe, then I can understand why, you know, certain classes of people never move forward. And me being from uh, the Mississippi Delta, down there in Memphis, Tennessee, West Memphis, Arkansas. You know, people claim that there are two different states, but it was one place. You know, but in an annexation dispute, you know, West Memphis went to Arkansas side. So when I tell, ask, when people ask me where I'm from, I am from that dirty water. I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. You know, down there where, you know, there's a lot of beautiful people who love their families. And, you know, we struggled together. And, we grew together, we fought with each other and, you know, racism and all that stuff that people try to project on us. And my generation, class of 94, West Memphis High School, we may have argued, we may have fought, but at the end of the day, we were all friends. And to this day, we're still friends. You know, no matter if we were white, black or whatever, we competed together, we competed against each other. We battled for each other's positions in sports academically who was going to be in the top 10% all that came from a little old town West Memphis Arkansas where academic was held to a high standard despite your economic position so coming from that that sale of society as I like to call it you know it made me look at the poverty line to question you know why all these images on television are portrayed you know to be one way and I'm looking around my community and see such a beautiful class of people that seem to be, you know, generationally repeating the same cycles of poverty. I came from it. It's really penury, which is extreme poverty. So my quest when I left that town was not to never look back at that town to find, you know, ways to help it be viable because there's so many beautiful minds there. So hypnotism to me was being trapped in a cycle of poverty that made me question, was this all life had for me? You know? And it helped that, you know, I happened to be six foot nine, you know, and at the time played basketball. I was an athlete, you know, and I was a big nerd, you know, so I loved to learn. So I had the grades and I had the athleticism. So I had tools in my arsenal, the arsenal that helped me get out of a situation, but I never forgot where I came from and I never will forget where I came from. And, you know, and I know what the the stigma or the stain or when, you know, you tell people that, you know, you didn't grow up with a silver spoon in your mouth, how they start to look at you and, and judge you. And, you know, you, you may not have, you know, flies clothes, but, you know, when you go home, you receive all the love. So in hypnotism, we're going to talk about what's taught in the churches. 
You know, why is a class of people, why are, why are there people, not only in just my, my small town of West Memphis, Arkansas, but throughout society where, you know, the church is supposed to be a beacon of leadership and development in community. You know, the lead service there are supposed to, you know, help steer people. And it's not necessarily supposed to be a business design, but it's supposed to be a resource center. And and I'm not putting the blame on the church or the pastors because they're one thing, I'm a, I, bash, I bash pastors, you know? I'm not anti-church, I'm just anti-bullshit, you know, and I have to call it for what it is. I grew up in the church, you know, my whole family are pastors and ministers. And these are the debates that we have, you know, about, you know, how the church have changed since we were growing up, in it. you know, and the belief structure that has caused men to be hypnotized and not see their true nature. So today we're going to go back to the creation. You were created in the image of a very powerful source that made the decision that he wanted to grow his kingdom. He said, let us, let us create man in our image. And people always say, well, who is us? There's three gods up there. Who are you talking about us? Let me explain us. Us is Y-H-W-H in the entirety of who he is as a person. And that does not break down him into three different people think of it like this okay let us when you think about self you think about how you see yourself your reflection or your how you talk how you move your expression your expression of your personality itself <coughs> excuse me your expression and personality itself so just think about it like this YHWH is made up of Yahshua the Christ and Ruach HaKodesh, all one God. But it has different expressions. Yahshua came to earth in the form of a man to bring to man the consciousness of YHWH known as the Ruach, which is your guiding force in earth, which gives you the ability to Govern your life based on wisdom, consciousness. One of the things that I want to share through this through this podcast is that I never want man to think of himself as being separated from YHWH. And I will say God so you all can understand what I mean with that. YHWH is just the way it's spelled. It's Hebraic. And that's the way that it's written. It's Yahweh. Say his name, say it correctly, because I wouldn't want someone calling me by a name that's not mine and expect for me to respond to them. So people wonder why God, YHWH, doesn't respond to a lot of their prayers because you're not calling them by the right name. Start calling them by his rightful name and see doesn't he answer. That's just like saying, Frazier, I'm going to say, what's up? What's going on? But if you come up to me and say, Billy, I'm going, I'm not going to respond because you're not talking to me. I don't even know that you're talking to me. So we have to get his name correct, you know, in order for you to see him manifest in your life. And that's some of the things we're going to deal with. So we want to go back to, you know, dealing with the mental constraints that kind of 
is taught, you know, for us to believe and to keep us subservient and looking outward for something that's totally inside of us. Because we are designed to create and project out from ourselves. We're designed to manifest in our environment, our community, what we so desire through the things that we think. Everything starts with a thought. Everything thought starts with a thought that you manifest into writing. Write the vision, make it plain. Write it down so you know what you're moving toward. Once you write the vision, you have begun the process of manifestation. Once you've written the vision down, once you've written the vision down, then you walk towards a scratching earth, as I like to say it with my guys. Scratching earth is, is nothing but the principle of multiplicity, the law of multiplicity, that whatever you plant, you will grow. Whatever you do not plant, you will not grow. So we don't believe in magic tricks and, you know, slapping our hands together and holding our eyes real tight, sweating real hard, yelling out loud, you know, trying to provoke or conjure the hand of the creator God because that's not what he put you here to do. He gave you an expression in what he did. He created it and he, he on the seventh day, he rested and sat back and looked at what he had made and saw that it was good. Man is no different because we're made in his image. He told you that you are gods. Now, let's see how many people Labor this podcast and or labor me as being a heretic or black magic voodoo king because I said that it was said in scripture that we are gods. No, I am not claiming to be the Messiah. So let me clean that up right now. And I'm not saying that Messiah is any man on this earth at this time. What I'm saying to you is that you are given the attributes of your creator to be able to function just as he did, to create things you made in the likeness, the creativity that comes through your mind, that you write with your hand, that you create with your hand, is the manifestation that you generate in your life. Nothing is freely given in this earth. Even our creative God makes us work for the things that he so desire for us to have. Why? Because it's a sacrifice. In business, we'll talk about that too. Because in business, you got to show buy-in. That's what faith is. Faith is the undercurrent for the kingdom's current. And people think faith is this feeling that you have. Oh, yes, I believe. I squint your heart. And if I do flips and I yell real loud and sing a million songs, bang a thousand cymbals and kick over the bitches and pews and sweat real hard, look at the pastor real hard, see if he levitate up off the pulpit. If I can get my faith to that level, well, you're going to be really just be spinning your wheels because faith is active. Faith is movement. KDC on the move. Kings create kings. So think about it like this, fathers, okay? Those of you who have sons who made in your image, when you walk over to that boy and you look at him in his eye and you can see a reflection of yourself, he may not look 100% like you, but he looks so much like you that you could deny that boy in the lineup as being your child. You made in his image. And as that boy grows, he start to walk like his daddy. 
He started to talk like his daddy. He started to think like his daddy. He started to act like his daddy. If that father, that daddy, imprinted that boy, he has no choice to shape himself just like his creator, his progenitor. God, Y-H-W-H, is no different. He created one man. He never went to the dirt again and created one from which all were created. The first Adam. He communicated with Y-H-W-H in the cool of the day without conjuring, without turning flips. It's a natural exchange, it's a consciousness. He speaks to you. It's not a feeling. Emotions are chemicals. No, it's a connectivity thing. It's being plugged in and understanding which, from what source you spewed from. Your manufacturer, where you go get your code, how to function, how you learn how not to dysfunction, how you break the spell of words that man has projected on you through many different forms. It may be in your household, it may be through your church. These are the spells that hypnotize people who capture them in moments where they cannot move past their current state of existence. They look at their social location as being the only place that they can exist or stem growth instead of looking beyond themselves. And that's who we are as men. We're supposed to create stuff, man. We're not supposed to hide our masculinity. We're not supposed to deny that feeling of conquering. Kings create kings. You're supposed to wake up every morning with a vigor, with an excitement that you know I'm about to conquer this day. Carpe diem. What does the world has to offer me? What obstacles gonna be tossed in my path today? But if you're living under the spell that someone else has cast over your mind where you can't see yourself, how are you gonna manifest fully the way you're supposed to manifest fully in this thing that we call Earth, this dimension, this expression that we call Earth? You only give it 70 years. We talked about that earlier, and that ain't even guaranteed. If you don't learn how to get to your genetic code to learn how to function the way the manufacturer designed you to function, you may not get to 70. So the goal of this podcast is to break the trance. To get man to think outside traditions that has governed our communities, not just the African-American community, not just the white community, not just the Hispanic community. I don't believe in all that social, social breaking down of people. A man is a man. Men think similar in certain ways. Most men want to provide for their family. A job is necessary. They want to give a good life to their children and be a good husband and father. Men are not genetically bad as way it's trying to be portrayed in the natural media. I say the natural media, I say the fake media. Men are governed as savages, are seen as savages, can't function without drugs and dope. And liquor, you you know, or you can't raise a healthy household because you're too broke. You don't know how you have to work 20 jobs. No, 
We're redefining the mental constraints that keep you from being functioning, functional as a man in society. Break the spell. See yourself. Understand that you don't have to live under the trance that has been over this society and clouded. This society the minds of many, 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 many men for generations. And it's sad to see that, you know, people get trapped in the spells. They get trapped in the cycles of despair. They get trapped in the deceit, the lies that are being told through the images that's projected through a lens that's not even yours. Baby boy. So we're going to work to help filter out some of the lies that keep you trapped in the cycle of abuse, whether it's the cycle of abuse for yourself, the things that you do to yourself to destroy yourself, or the cycle of abuse that your community gives to you, those things, those barriers into your community that eliminates the possibility for you getting out of your present situation as fast as you want to. We're also going to deal with the mental things that happening in the church. We're going to deal with the hypnotism. We're going to deal with some of those pastors. We're going to deal with somebody up, standing up there shucking and driving for the offering plate, you know, because I can't sit back and not say anything, you know, because if I don't say anything, then I become part of the problem. I grew up in the church. My family are church members church pastors, deacons, and everything. So I had a good example of men that actually are good servants. Until I became grown, I started looking for a church to become part of, and I started walking, running all kind of bears, and then I felt like I was going to a puppet show. So we're going to deal with that. you know. So I had to go through my own personal battles to even be able to speak on this. Because in my search for fellowship, you know, because you're supposed to fellowship because that's where your faith is portrayed. That's where you get a chance to give statements of overcoming to other people of faith. That's how faith is built. When you hear testimonies, that means I have overcome a test. So we'll deal with those things. So today I'm going to end today's podcast by saying this. The true essence of a man is defined by his ability to be genuine. And unless you understand that to be genuine is to ask questions about the things that are blockades in your society, in your life, in your family, in your environment, you can never be genuine if you don't ask questions. Because if you don't address the value conflicts, that govern the inner conflicts that's inside the clay pot that houses YHWH's consciousness through the Ruah. If you put so many spells in that place, that void, that consciousness, it becomes crowded in that space and you become hypnotized. Break the spell. Remember, kings create kings. Yeah.